0: Blog Talk Radio. They'll spend time speaking about different goddesses from all over the world, paying attention to the ancient reverence of long-ago cultures, and infusing it with a modern perspective. Elvira, Phoenix, take it away.
1: Here we go on Friday again.
2: (laughs) Yes, it's our take-it-away Friday, or, you know, goodness, Friday, you know. (laughs) BGIF. Take interest. Thank goodness. Anyhow. So I, it's been a, since we last talk, obviously such has happened. We've had a lot of drama that is unfolded and some of it is good. I believe, um, politically speaking, I think there's, you know, handoff to something better. I want to use yeah. that word. Um, but it never ceases to amaze me. Uh, I didn't realize that, you know, it hasn't been a consistent that the pres- outgoing president goes to the inauguration of the incoming president. There were actually four that didn't. I mean, there was a little bit of a, a, a what do you call it, trivia thing. And mm-hmm. the earlier
1: ones didn't,
2: uh, you know, so it was kind of like, wow. So, yeah, well, but, I mean,
1: in the early days, they were a lot more hot-headed and, um, you know, like, some of the early leaders of this country were in duels with each other. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that interesting? That sort of gives you a yeah. weird kind of, yeah. you know,
2: situation, which I, I'm sad to say that it kind of makes the present situation kind of harken back to those days, which is like, I thought mm. we'd grown up. But right,
1: exactly. Obviously. Yeah, no, we're still adolescents in the scheme of things as a country. And and no more than you can say we have
2: seen it happen. I mean, if anybody has had, obviously, children and had teenagers and had the things go on, what you're seeing is just that energy. It was so bizarre um, Mm -hmm. over this whole entire four years, but especially the last, you know, six months or even two, three months, to see that and... You know, you and I both have clients. We have clients that call because of teenagers and things going on in families and stuff, and you just kind of look at it and you go, this is this is so like, our, you know, some of our clients' issues of what do I do with a teenager who is doing these things? And you're like, oh, my God, it's an adult no. and it's political and you think that in the scheme of things. But you're right. They harken back to other times when we were – a little less, they want to think of them as civilized, but they weren't personally, right? you know, but that being said, so other than the excitement of that, and then of course, all of the things happening, you know, around our, our pandemic and like Mm -hmm. that, I just, I don't know. It just, it takes me and makes me stop and just go, Huh? And then we had the Mm -hmm. winds that were here in California. I mean, that was
1: Mm -hmm. weird. What was crazy about that is the fire that happened in the fall in Santa Cruz apparently had never been completely extinguished. And so the fires or the winds that blew through last week uh, made those fires kind of gain energy again. And there was a little pocket of Santa Cruz that got evacuated everything's fine now and you know and it's raining today right so um we're supposed to have a pretty good little rainstorm here for about a week but i was like what (laughs) the fires weren't completely out and it's just because like this is i'm saying this out loud for my own benefit but also you know folks are listening who don't know the terrain here and may and may not fully grasp you know how vast the landscape is here but there's a lot of places that are completely inaccessible it's not like it's you know a state park where you can hike the whole way especially down in Santa Cruz some of the areas of the mountains are completely inaccessible which is why yeah. those fires were so bad because you know they were in wild lands um, yeah. so you know it's but it's it's been an intense start to the year that is for sure from from weather to politics to windstorms to uh, you know <laughs> the inauguration like it's been it's been a lot the, the pandemic like crap we could really use a little reprieve around these parts Kidding, kidding <laughs> it's like
2: yeah we really do need this you've got to help us but interesting yeah. is like when you say that you know about the fire not being all the way out metaphorically you know, I, I guess in a way what I've been doing recently from my own personal life but in general is seeing things on a multidimensional level as opposed to just what we're seeing in our world, which doesn't mean that what is in our world is less relevant. It's just some of the other things going on. If the fire isn't out yet, i.e., you know, the things that are happening in the United States with the pandemic and, and political, the fire isn't out yet. The, the, that yeah. energy isn't out yet. It's not. Closed down, and it's like, yeah, I gotta say that's a truism in its own right, so, but, um, and it was funny because, you know, I, everybody heard this at different times, but it was interesting. When my daughter told me about the tornado that went through their place, which never goes that area, that is an unheard mm-hmm. of thing. Um, yeah. Other parts of Arkansas, it's Tornado Alley, but this isn't, and for a lot of reasons, but um, she <laughs> said it sounded like a freight train coming through before the tornado actually happened. Well, the winds that came off of the hills that are around where I'm at obviously hit a fair amount of miles per hour. I don't know what, but it it woke me up at five in the morning, sounding like a freight train coming through. And I sat in in right. bed. I grabbed my two dogs, and I immediately go, "It's a tornado." And my brain had to to kind of listen to see if it was going to, you know, something else was going to happen. And I was ready to grab them and, for lack of a better place to go, go into my tub and, you know, put a bunch of, you know, blankets and things over it, kind of camp it down. It was like I was all ready to do this. And I'm like, oh, my God, not only is this a precursor to where I'm moving to, but the wind actually could do that here we could actually, you know, that was something that was not necessarily real as it did turn out, but that it triggered that in my mind. Of course, what can we say? Then we wound up with something more local to our area is that, I think, what, Tuesday we had an earthquake based at Fountain Road,
1: right down the street from me. It's been intense, yeah, for sure.
2: You know, and it's funny because, I was telling somebody, I said, you know, in Southern California, the Indians always talked about the weather and earthquakes mm-hmm. and what precursored wet, uh, earthquakes were the, warm, the, the rise in heat, which we did have. We had unseasonably heat you know, weather, and the high wind, and then, of course, the earthquakes. And I go, right? and it did happen that way. And that was markedly yeah. for Southern California because of the Santa Annas and all that, but I'm like going, oh, all this mythology or all this folklore that we grow up
1: with, yeah, actually, so yeah, it's funny because it. the the native folks that I used to spend a lot of time with in this in the area where we live uh, when mm-hmm. I was with my ex husband, um, they had a folk belief or you know a natural phenomenon belief that when you had. Um, the spring didn't officially arrive until there was uh, well, rainstorms with rainbows, uh, and so today is like one of those days. I haven't seen a rainbow yet, but today is one of those days where it's raining and then it's sunny and then it's raining and then it's sprinkling and then it's sunny. Mm-hmm. It's a very spring-like uh, weather day here, at least in my part of Sonoma County. I know it can. We have so many microclimates; it could be totally different where you are, Elvira. Right, like, you know, half an right. hour away. Um, But I was like, oh, oh, it's a spring day today. It's a very, like, spring day. And it's so early for that. Mm -hmm. It's it's just interesting. Nothing, it's been a couple of years of feeling like this. And I think the Mm -hmm. pandemic situation just makes it all the more. Nothing is the same. Like, the patterns I have sunk into and grown used to and um, and took for granted as you know as a pagan and a witch and someone who really works with the land mm-hmm. the patterns are not the same things are changing right. it's it's I don't know if it's climate change I don't know it, what it, you know what I mean it's probably mm-hmm. climate change but um, it's weird it's weird yeah. it's everything feels weird today it's I'm having a weird day
2: <laughs> yeah, well, and it's true. It's true. It's funny because you know, um, I don't know the the believe it or not. Last night, I, well, yesterday, I went in for a dental appointment. It was a, it was the final on one section of a series of things, and so they told me, you know, stay quiet. You know, put the gauze on the area so you can stop. You know, all this stuff. So I did that for most of the day. I had to talk to a couple of people in the afternoon, not even clients, just I had to do some business. And so I did that on the phone. And then, of course, I went back and huddled in with the dogs and everything. And I was watching. And last night I chose to watch uh, McClintock. And anybody that knows John Wayne knows that that is one of those iconic ones, you know, just like the quiet man at the beginning of his um, career, um, or reasonably beginning. But I was watching that, and I was watching the way they they handled the, because the, of course I couldn't tell. like Mesa and stuff, so you didn't know if you were in Mexico, you were in Texas or or not. But it sounded like it was probably Texas, because it was still a territory. And you're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, the structure of what has been and what becomes, you know, based on weather and and political things and things that we've been, you know, kind of just shooting through right now and it was it was going back to what they're trying to portray at the time um and i was just I was amazed at how they viewed the the native Americans um, mm-hmm. because of course they had one Native American who was basically an elder but he was he was a comedy relief and so he was more of a um a um, you want to say he was an alcoholic, but he really wasn't. I think it was just the way he handled himself. And then, of course, the other elders, and it was like going to do the good last fight for the Comanche. And, you know, at some point, you know, John Wayne feels that they should go out with honor. And so he he helps them backdoor. And I was just watching that and, and you know, how people, how we have visioned the Native Americans, how we envision the blacks, what's happening now in our world, how the weather is changing, the political um, structure, how, you know, I mean, we just got a black attorney general, the first attorney general in the United States that is black. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there is a, and I have a feeling what we're seeing is a um, a very fast move in terms of putting things in to not token, but to try and bring a rectification of something that we have long needed. Right. I mean, women in high places, a female vice president. Okay. I mean, we're talking a lot of structure changing. I wouldn't say that our our earth is not experiencing the same thing. Yeah. For all of what we've done to her and what, is the next progression i mean you know somewhere along the line she has to grow um, i don't want to say grow up but grow expand be better than where she's been before
1: right yeah
2: anyway philosophically aside so how was mm-hmm. you you know how has been your time other than all the political and, and earthly things what's going on in your world
1: yeah, you know, so I decided to take a little bit of time off, which is not really an accurate statement. I so you know I I, I work several days in the shop um, on the floor, and then every but I work every day because there's always something to do. There's orders to place. There's online orders I need to fill. You know, there's all kinds of the running of a business part of the shop that does not include actually being on the floor and working with customers. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to give myself a couple of weeks off of being on the floor um, because I am an introvert and a full day of being a retail clerk is exhausting for me. Like I get home from a full day at the shop and I'm just totally wiped out uh, because it's a lot of, of energy for me to, to be with people that much. And after mm-hmm. the holidays, I'm just a freaking husk, <laughs> <laughs> so much peopling. Um, so I've been very busy, you know, doing all of the behind the scenes stuff, but I haven't been um, on the floor working with customers. And so mm-hmm. I do feel like I got a little bit of a of a rest and a reprieve. And um, so, you know, if, if life goes on. Like I started, a, I, I did a, men- okay, I should probably, Take a breath because my words are trying to move faster than my mouth can get them out. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I started a spiritual mentorship with someone this year, so I'm getting mentored because I've been doing so much teaching and um, offering of my services that I haven't been filling my own cup Um, Or doing my own personal work. And so I decided to dedicate some time this year to that. So I signed up for this mentorship with, um, his name is Gade, well, Theo Gade Parma. He's written some books. He's an Australian, um, half Australian, half Balinese. He's someone that I know personally and really love and respect. And he does monthly mentorships. So I had my first mentorship session last week. Good. Uh, and I'm just really excited to have someone, like, remind me to focus on me, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I'm also teaching, like, a three-week class, so <laughs> and I did an Inanna workshop this week, and I had a, I'm had in a Gardnerian coven, and on Wednesday night, we've been doing these Wicca Wednesday Zoom calls where we're, like, having... Um, lecture and history and lessons and why we do the things we do and it's been so fun um, so I'm really taking some time to focus on what I like to do I uh, I also had a goal of um, I've been starting a discord server and a patreon account that I'm releasing on in bulk so I've been writing furiously writing all of this content that I'm going to share like I'm going to put out full moon and new moon and we would be year exercises and prompts and things. So, you know, like mm-hmm. I've been really blessed. Um mm-hmm. and like that's kinda of it. Like I'm 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 focused in more on my path and I like it. I like sure.
2: it. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: know, right? <laughs> yeah, really. Really. I know, it's kinda of,
2: it's good to hear that. It's good to hear the especially the the you are a quester. You are. Um, mm-hmm. You do find that, but you're all that I. Since I have known you, it has been all externalizing. And yes, you may mm-hmm. be an introvert, but you have pushed yourself to be an external in many different ways. Sometimes it's just you know books or, or your teaching is more you know personal. It isn't the same kind of um, extrovert. Specs that a, a retail any retail requires it doesn't matter whether be a retail store or just retail um and I'm so glad to hear that you're doing the mentorship I know that yeah um, that is that is like oh god yes yes that's going to get that's going to do something completely different for her that she really needs however yeah. it is going to function but you really I'm so glad to hear that
1: thanks yeah um, you know it's awesome. important to do the personal work you know
2: yes definitely Definitely, so, but, yeah, so there we are, and, um, for the most part, it's been a very interesting time, um, I know for me, I've just been, actually, I have been, because I had to quarantine, you know, because I came back, and of course, Mm -hmm. quarantine, that just meant that I really had to stay put, I mean, if I went out to go grocery shopping, that was it, well, I had deliberately done that. Before I actually walked in the house, in preparation for literally, you know, the ten days of being here, um, but it required me to be still, which I don't do very well. You know, yeah. I'm like, a, I mean, I'll go and go and go, and then suddenly it'll be like, I'm tired. Okay, that's it. I stopped. I shut down now. Thank you. But it's that energy, and I was, um, I was actually, you know, kind of talking to my therapist about my feeling about moving and, you know, moving the house and doing what I'm doing. And um, I have always, when I wanted to do something, I just, I picked up and I did it, you know, it was just, I'm going to do this. And then I, I do it. And of course, do I, it's the old, you know, don't look before you leap routine. And so over the last, you know, decade or so, I have reversed that process to to be more conscientious about whatever I am doing, moving or otherwise. And uh, I'm at a point where the Sagittarian in me is going, "Get on your freaking horse and go, just go, just go. <laughs> and you know, pack it up, get the mover, and get it gone." You know, and I'm like,
1: right. "Please,
2: you know, there's a lot more than just that, though." In- So Spirit has sent me a lot of different ways people things that have given me very nice reminders without slapping me in the face, which I appreciate. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) It's it's the, you know, okay, okay, all right. Baby steps, one step at a time. But that being said, we should actually get started with our our subject for the day. I know we kind of have got a... It was one of those that I just happened to think of, and I threw at you, and you said, "Yes." So it's, um, and I don't know if the word is building your dream temple or working with dreams and dream tools, and you know uh, the different kinds of dreaming. I think we could we can wander through a lot of that information. So um, yeah, yeah. So I will I will let you begin. I will follow at this moment with my, whatever I have, because I have felt like I've been talking for most of
1: the time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's true, but okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I hand it off to you, Phoenix. Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to talk about dreams today. So, you know, dreams, we, most of us have them, um, but not all of us do. And so that's just something I feel is important to name right off the bat. And uh, one of the things I know in, One of the reclaiming classes that I teach is called Rites of Passage. And a lot of the work of that class is about dream work, funnily enough. Uh, And never fails. Every time I've done this workshop and we, we get to the dream conversation and working with dreams, someone will be like, Well, I don't dream. So there are lots of people who don't dream. And I know that there are people who are also on who do dream, but are on certain medications that. Um, cut them off from their dreams. And that can be very frustrating. So I just want to acknowledge that loss of dreams can be really frustrating. Not dreaming can be very frustrating and not all of us dream the same. So that's, you know, dreaming just like trance work is highly personal. And there's this expectation from movies and from culture that dreaming is like stepping into a movie or even like having a psychedelic experience and that everything is going to you know, be um, double speak or it's going to feel like you're on acid or it's going to feel like you stepped into a movie screen and every you're going to see everything and be able to communicate. And, uh, and it's not always like that. Sometimes it's just flashes or impressions or colors or feelings. Uh, And so when I start encouraging people to work with their dreams or if if you're desiring to start connecting with your dream world, my first piece of advice is it's really important to have a journal by your bedside or a piece of paper and a pen by your bedside. And if you wake up at any point in the night, if you wake up to go pee, if you wake up because you had a bad dream, if you are just restless and you wake up, write down whatever is in your head whether that's a feeling or a color or a smell or an impression or if it's a full-on dream that you just woke up from immediately write it down because I can't even tell you how many times I've been like oh my god that I I just woke up that dream felt important I'm just going to repeat it in my head and fall back asleep I know I'll remember it and then I don't (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep when I wake up again it's completely gone so I think the vital part of dream work is having something to write down immediately. And even if you think I don't dream, it doesn't matter. If you woke up and the first thing you think about is pumpkins or burritos or red hair, whatever it is, just write it down because that is a key. That's a key to mm-hmm. your dreamscape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like my that's my first rule. What would you add? <laughs>
2: Well, wow. yeah, well, um, it's it's interesting that, I mean, there are, there are ways to set oneself up to do dreaming. But if we're talking about just, you know, we're going to bed and, you know, we set an intention that we will remember our dreams or that we will dream of a certain thing, that is that's one thing that sets dream time aside from just, I'm so tired, plonk, I'm asleep. Um, Mm So I think that, and yes, have paper by the side of your bed with a pen um, and a flashlight or a light, because I know more times than not, I have tried to write in the middle of, you know, like low light. (laughs) And there is no way. I mean, I already know that I have doctor handwriting, um, but I have to be able to at least try to know what I wrote rather than a bunch of scribbles that don't mean anything. Um, right. So, yeah, those are, the, I would say you're right on with what needs to happen and to acknowledge people that um, the dream time is altered due to, you know, different things. We can have insomnia and then we don't dream because we're not really falling asleep. The dreams, the dreams, a deep dream state doesn't have a chance to occur and you know I know science has worked on that and you know all the medical profession has worked on dreaming and the states and all of that, you know, we could, you know, blither about, but I think just realizing that if we're stressed, if, you know, as we've talked about earlier, the the states of weather changes here or around us, you don't go into deeper sleep. You really don't you dream a different type of a dream or you you go into a different type of state where um, I think your worries and your fears, your stresses start to play out in a format, which may be good, uh, you know, kind of like the body's going and saying, please just work this out so this poor body can sleep, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But
2: uh, there are other things that do keep us from going deep enough to actually do dreaming. Yeah. But, um, so, um, one of the things that, you know, we can kind of talk about is, I guess when you talk about dreams, like, okay, I have a special place I go. Um, Kind of like when we do our, well, not kind of, but when we do our, um, Visualizations, we create a temple, we create a house, we create a room, we create different things to go into to acquire whatever we are stepping into it for. Um, I think that we can set an intent, we can set up a dream um, temple or a dream location
1: mm-hmm. and
2: make that safe for us to start our journey in and end our journey in. I think that it isn't necessarily anything anyone trained me to do. It's just kind of taking into account how we train ourselves through the the different techniques and traditions to go into this altered state. Because sleep is an altered state. It's a rest state, but it also is where... You know, like they, the Aborigines you know discuss dream time, and dream time to them is as real as our waking state, and probably even more real. So,
1: hmm no.
2: yeah, do you have anything to add on that
1: uh no <laughs> <laughs> oh no, i mean okay there 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 is a lot of value to understanding your dreamscape, you know, and, and having, having an active dream life, Um, you know, and especially if you're doing other spiritual work, like if you're working with ancestors or deities or other um, beings, sometimes in the dream world is the only place that you get really good communication. You know, Mm -hmm. some people when they're working with ancestors or deities or, or other spirit realms, you know, they may be able to communicate really easily in our world, in their waking life. Not all of us have that gift. Um, sometimes communication in our waking life is really subtle. But if you invite those conversations into your dream life, you can have much more in-depth um, and full experiences and conversations with some ethereal beings that you might not be able to have in your waking life, especially if that's not easy for you. Uh, And all it takes is, you know, like you were saying, Elvira is having, setting the stage before you actually go to sleep, you know, making the invitation saying the thing you want to happen before you go to sleep, making, uh, making it clear that you're inviting those allies into your dream world to communicate more easily with you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and you know that's what it was I knew there was something else the the falling asleep is something we sort of take for granted but those of us us modern folks are so addicted to technology and I'm fully guilty of this I have my little Kindle that I play Netflix on when I'm falling asleep and if I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't fall back asleep I'll put on a show uh, because it numbs my talking brain you know my little my little hamster just sometimes won't be quiet and if I put on electronics it can you know distract that little hamster so that's not (laughs) (laughs) it's not good It's, it's not necessarily the best way to go about things but it's it's my addiction, you know, like I fully get that. So if you also notice you're having trouble connecting into your dream world, you may need to redo your bedtime routine. You may need to, you know, read a book or watch a show, but then shut those things down and let yourself have darkness. You may need to get a, a little eye covering and let yourself have darkness. You may need to bring more quiet or maybe get like a, um, you know, download an app or get one of those little, mach- like, white noise machines or something that will play nature sounds or even, like, um, I'm, I'm do- I've been involved with this um, abundance group for a couple years now, and the woman who runs it has this, like, nature sounds um, podcast, but underneath it is subliminal languaging about abundance. You know, so you can, like, fall asleep listening to nature sounds, but you're also doing spiritual work uh, hearing the, the subliminal messaging underneath. So, you know, the, your bedtime routine is important. Right.
2: Right. right. It, it really is. Uh, I know that it's funny. You're talking about technology and, and, you know, Netflix. And it's when we were kids, I know that my mother used to read me a story before I go to bed and when my daughter was little I do that and I noticed that she does that with my granddaughter and um, technology has taken over that area of bedtime stories now obviously reading a book or reading you know your Kindle or you know whatever is a is another way to do it and Again, I I I really kind of go with modify it, it's change it up. And I, you know, personally, um, I do listen to mm-hmm. um, TV shows, uh, and as they've changed over the years, you know, some of them have. For a while there, there's a TV show called The Good Witch, which actually is really kind of neat. Um, it Very is sweet. a hallmark. I love that show. <laughs> I, you know, when I really just want something that really kind of is that, you know, it talks about what we are, but it, it kind of makes it sort of that sweet side, as you said, then mm-hmm. I'll put that on. Um, if I'm solving something, if there's some mystery that I need to solve, I tend to do mysteries, um, not gory ones, because I don't really, you know, it's just I kind of go into the idea of, well, if I need to dissect gore, I'll try to do that during my waking time, Um so, you know, I'll pick up certain one, certain shows that are that way. But at a certain point, I stop it. So I either have mm-hmm. it set so that it will, you know, turn off just like your television. You turn off your television. There's like a, a sleep setting. I have, I never knew this until I got the more modern ones. And I go, whoa, look at this. So, you know, I'll do that and I'll say an hour or I'll say a half hour or whatever. Yeah. But then I leave it quiet or I'll put on just as you say, nature sounds or um, something, or just let it be quiet. indefinitely. definitely, I've, I used to make fun of my husband when he would put his night mask on or he used to just take um, like a piece of cloth and just set it over his face. And I was like looking mm-hmm. at it going, are you crazy? And as I've gotten into the state I am now, older and, and whatever, I'm doing the same thing. So I'm thinking, God, it is, there's sort of that sense of humor of, you know,
1: <laughs> yet
2: an older life. You know what's
1: funny? Um, I bought eye hmm. masks for all of the kids and I put them in their stockings this past year. <laughs> 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 like the there ones you go. For, you know, that you wear at sleeping time. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, but because most of us, the covering on our windows aren't necessarily blackout curtains. Mm-hmm, A lot of people will mm-hmm. do that. Um, but I always leave a light in my bathroom, you know, one of the night lights for a reason. I'm going to be getting up. I have two dogs. I want to not kill myself and I want to find where I'm going. <laughs> and as right. I have gotten older, I have used the sense of, well, I'm now getting older. So, I, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, not pick up something that is, you know, around and, and you know, go somewhere I shouldn't. Um, so, but that doesn't make for total black, so I, you know, the mask helps, so that's really important because the body needs to slow down, it needs to to go within, and I know that um, I find my most lucid dreaming, my most intense dreaming literally happens as I'm going to sleep or as I'm waking up. Now, I know there's (laughs) other things that are deep, and when I go through the, the, the sleep time, I can tell I've done a lot of work, whatever that is, just yeah. because of the energy of how I'm waking up. But um, I've had the most intriguing things happen when I'm just like I'm lying there and I'm I'm kind of in and out and it's just like I get these really intense dreams where I'm going through things. And it's it's not even in my dreamscape that I have created. It's other places. So... Um, I know that there's a whole series of things we can talk about maybe after our, our you know, little short commercial break about you yeah. know, the difference between true dreaming, lucid dreaming, um, and, you know, uh, setting an intent for spells and dreaming for that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, you said lucid dreaming, and I was like, oh, yeah, let's talk about that. But you're right. We should probably take a quick break. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back in just a minute.
0: You're listening to The Witch, The Priestess, and The Cauldron, a radio podcast on the LMC Radio Network. Stay tuned as more magic is coming your way. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com.
2: All right. Well, <laughs> it's always interesting to have that, that commercial. <laughs> we have lived through permeations of length of commercial time.
1: <laughs> So,
2: yes. okay, so difference between lucid dreaming, true dreaming, go for it. I figure, you know, I talk yeah, on the way well, out,
1: you can talk on the way. Yeah. Uh, it's, so it's, it's the lines are fuzzy. I just want to name that up front, the lines are fuzzy. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you dream and it's like what I sometimes refer to as mind garbage or mind gunk. It's just like the stress of the day. Uh, needs to be worked out subconsciously and so you you know the dreams were especially if you like this has happened to me when I've had a new job and you're just like overwhelmed with the learning process of your new job and then or it's a crazy busy time at work and then you notice at night you're dreaming that you're working still you're still at work uh-huh. like, that tends to be like mind garbage you know your subconscious just needs to get some stuff out um, right. You know, lucid dreaming is more when you ha- you have control. You can decide what you're doing. The dream isn't happening to you. You are able to take control and make choice. Uh, one of the tricks that I was taught was to: if you're in a dream and you realize you're dreaming, if you look at your hands, you can take control of the dream. Now, I will say my experience has been if I'm in a dream and all of a sudden I realize I'm dreaming, I tend to be able to just take control from Uh that point. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you're in a dream and you don't realize you're dreaming, it's really hard to realize you're dreaming. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, it's a practice, right? It's a, it's not something that you are like, okay, I'm just going to take control of this dream, but I'm in a dream. So I don't know that I'm dreaming. Right. It's so it's, it's a fine line and it's not necessarily an easy thing to do. Um, And then there's this, this term true dreaming or dreaming true or whatever. And that tends to refer to a psychic vision. Like uh, that's a dream of something to come. That's a dream of um, information that you need about something going on in your life. Mostly, mostly psychic vision type energetic. So, you know, dreams can show up in lots of different ways, and it's not always, it's not always mind garbage, you know, and so the key is to figure out, is this dreaming true? Is this just mind gunk? Is this a message from an ally? Um, you know, like, and how do I discern that? And how do I decipher some of the imagery that may be coming through? Right. Um, what would you add to that?
2: Um, it was very concise, you know. In terms of, of the as the dream is going on, as something is happening, um, there, you know, when one gets uh, dreaming true, I think it's gut. It hits the it, it's something about it goes deep into the being, and you when you remember it, it has a depth to it. Every time, um, whether I have done it or, you know, when clients are talking to me and we're we're discussing things or friends are, it's – I always – it's like they – there is a depth to that. In terms of the lucid dreaming, it's, um, I think, more of a – it's not ephemeral, but it it tends to have a different kind of feel that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going along, going along, going along – and you can be a part of it, and you realize whatever it is, you're you know you're moving through as a more directive participant than just you know passive. Um, and then of course the the sidebar, something like that, is setting up a particular type of dream or a particular type of of you know I think has been called spell work. Uh, where you're going to go in and get a dream of or you're going to get information from, and then when that starts to happen and it opens you open to that then you you know again that lucid dreaming you become you become you work with it you participate and become an active the um, active leader or ingredient in it, so that would yeah. be how I would talk about the feeling aspect of these things,
1: yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, the, to go back to this nighttime routine thing, that can also help you sort of set up where you're going to go. You know, are you, are you, do you have a desire to have a lucid dream? Do you have a desire to have a specific account, encounter? You can set that stage in your bedtime routine. Um, right. You know, and, and why would you want to take control of your dreams? You know, like that's a, that comes up like why why would you want to have a lucid dream experience and i have found that it's most effective for people when they're having nightmares or bad dreams or a mm-hmm. series of dreams that are scary or troubling when you can recognize oh this is that dream again especially if it's a dream you have over and over and over again then you want to step into a place of lucidity so you can take control and you know, banish the monster, kill the monster, stop the monster, whatever it is that's happening, you can rewrite it and change it so that you can you can stop nightmares from happening if you're able to use this technique. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. So um and then setting up if another another version is for instance, I'm sure as Phoenix will tell her her side of it um we have certain things that we have at our bed under our bed around our bedroom
1: mm-hmm.
2: that yeah. set up um an energy field for lack of a better word for what you want for instance uh dream catcher if you're concerned about negative dreams you set it up like program it for that and you have um i know one of the hoodoo uh, traditions is put a cup of water by your bed, um, sometimes it's under your bed, um, for, yeah. negative drink, for negative drinks, for negative yeah. spirits, you know, turn to that. Um, and stones, I mean, how many of us are going to be honest and say, we sleep with stones under our pillow or somewhere in a, you know, the under the bed or in between the mattress and the black springs. So... Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. it's it. all in, it's setting up a temple for sleep. Like if you think of um if you think of sleep as a spiritual act, then you want to treat it with that reverence and create a space that honors that reverence. You know, ideally and I know this isn't possible for everyone's living situation, but ideally your bedroom is sacred space and it is treated as such. And you know, even if that means You know, making minor upgrades, I know that, like, uh, certain things are not important to me. Like, I don't give a shit about name brand stuff. Like, I don't need the, the Ralph Lauren or whatever the hell they are, like, purse. Like, I don't give a crap about any of that kind of stuff. I don't need expensive Egyptian cotton sheets. However, if you have the poorest quality of things, that will also that can not necessarily will, it can also create a less comfortable environment for your bedroom, for your sleeping Mm -hmm. temple, you know? So if you do have the shittiest sheets that you can buy the, the, you know, the cheapest ones that were in the store, then maybe just spend two to $5 more and get the next best option, you know, make a small upgrade, Uh, Mm -hmm. maybe go and get yourself a new pillow or, um, the, the next best version of what you currently have, you know, one of the things going on in my world right now is my mattress is over 10 years old. It's not comfortable. Um, you know, it's, it's got a, a lump in the middle because I share it with someone else, you know? Uh, and so I'm in this place like, okay, I know mattresses are really expensive, especially one that's a high quality. And so right now I'm saving, to get a nice high quality mattress because I, I value my sleep. I want to treat my, my bedroom as a temple space. Uh, And I don't want to just buy the cheapest one because that's all that I can do. You know, so I'm saving up my pennies for, for a nicer mattress. So look at your, your room. Does it need a coat of paint? Does it need a, a nicer piece of artwork? Do you need a better lamp? You know, just simple things that you can start to shift to make your room feel more like a temple space.
2: Right, right, for sure. And then, uh, again, going to a more magical side, some of the things that can help with dream dream time work is, you know, to dream more into the psychic it would be, you know, like mugwort tea. That's uh, one of the more um, potent dream uh, herbs and um, or a a bath that has you know mugwort tea put into it. I mean these are simple things. There's a lot of other herbs and things that you can do to put together, um, but you know these are are really things to set up the vibration of what you're doing with an intent. I mean I know that um, thing enough. Back when my my partner died and I was dealing with my grief and the and the loss, my dreams were so uncomfortable. Not because he was invading them, but because I was so distraught that my real world life had changed. Um, someone reminded me <laughs> of the herbal um, homeopathic uh, tablets called Calms, and. You know, they're, they're herbal, so, you know, they're homeopathic, so you, you take them. They're not like taking, you know, over-the-counter medicine or prescribed medicine. But I remember that when I would take them, I would have a very – I could go to sleep. I could be able to go through the night, and at times that was when my dreams could come to me and I could remember them. It was because my mind stopped chattering all over the place. Yeah. And I, yeah. I noticed that I started to use them again when I went back to Arkansas this last Christmas because there's so much going on in my world that I'm trying to do other than just the overlay of the bigger world that I was having difficulty sleeping. <clears throat> right. And it didn't allow me to get into not just healthy sleep but any kind of dream time. So I started and I started going in and I realized that it helped balance me. It doesn't mean that mm. it's something to lean on, but it, it recalibrated. And I think the same thing is true with um teas and and, you know, things of that nature, I am going to also say, please, please do not leave a candle lit when you sleep or incense lit. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be detrimental in many ways. So if it's something that you want to do, um, then what I would suggest is that you set it up before you go to sleep and be with it and then basically put it out so that you can go to sleep, or if it's long enough before, it can go out on its own. But um, that is something of, you know, what I would tend to say, because I know those are things that people like. You can also do um, the aromatherapy with, you know, I know they have, what is it, I was trying to think, somebody was mentioning it, um, the pots, you know, the electric, it's in, it's mm-hmm, weird, if you now they have them, the diffusers, that's it. You can do that, which is, which is basically more safe and it can work to get an aroma that will be pleasant for you. It could be if you want to do love, dreaming of love and things like Jasmine and Rose, if that's not, if it's a scent you're acceptable with.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. Aroma therapy is a really good idea. I mean, you mentioned stones and stuff too. Like, All of these little things that you can do to help set up your space, stones under your pillow, stones under your bed, even stones on like a a nightstand or a bedside table can have influence. Drinking specific concoctions before you go to sleep. Like these are all ways that can help fuel um, your dream time. And, you know, you specifically mentioned mugwort, Elvira, and um, mugwort is really excellent for dreaming. Just, you know, don't, Use or drink mugwort if you're allergic. If you don't yeah. know if you're allergic, don't risk it. But uh, I know folks who are really sensitive to mugwort. Like I, I, I joke. One of my friends like just looks at mugwort and she starts to have visions. Uh, but you don't Ooh. even need to drink mugwort, or you know, you don't have to burn it as an incense or anything like that. You can just pick a leaf and put it under your pillow, and it can impact mm-hmm. your sleep. Mugwort is an excellent dream time ally. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, you know, one know of the that. things we haven't talked about is, um, that I know people are going to be like, but what about this, is uh, interpreting dreams. What yeah. would you say about that?
2: Ah, uh, That is a good one. I know that um, there are several good books that are good for the, like when I say general, it's kind of like you get a specific and, uh, situation with certain things in it, and they it's both generic when I say general and then specific um, as to what it means to use in in that level so dream interpretation is um, it's interesting i I have several books that I have can't tell mm-hmm. you the names right now um, that I have used and more than anything else they get certain things get kind of put in there and and you kind of get a general feel and then you get mm-hmm. a personal feel to the dream whether it's your dream or you're talking to someone that you know would like a an interpretation of their dream but i think the general is important to get used to seeing certain things as symbols you know i mean a car is a vehicle is you your vehicle um yeah so, so certain things may have a have a generic point that you can work with, but then, you know, uh, is it an old car? Is it a fancy car? Is it a sports car? You know, whatever. These things become a little bit more personal. Uh, My life, I need to jazz myself up. So I get a sports car. I'm not a young kid, so I'm not a jalopy, but I need to get something a little bit more, you know, like out there. Certain things will go in a a vein. And I think that's, Mm where maybe, you know, not just talking to somebody else, but also starting your own dream um, yeah. dictionary, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the the dream dictionaries out there are really um, Jungian based, like Carl Jung or even Freudian based. So they have very psychological um, overtones to them and they are helpful for giving you like a jumping off point, but it's, like you were saying it's very generic Um, and sometimes it just doesn't fit you know and uh, one of the things that I either read or was taught I can't remember now where this tidbit came from was like if you dream about a house that represents you if you're dreaming about water that tends to represent emotion but that might not represent that might not be how your subconscious connects you know water Mm -hmm. may not be Mm -hmm. about emotion for you it might be about relaxation and so it is important to start developing your own journal uh, you know of like when this shows up in a dream, it tends to make me feel this way like what is what is it you're experiencing in the dream? what are you feeling in the dream that's more important and I'm not good at dream interpretation i'm I stuck at it I'm not good at interpreting my interpreting my own dream. My partner is really good at it like he just can see through the 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 meaning into what the the real energy of it is it's really interesting so that also might be you know ask friends and allies and and other folks what they might see in your dream if you're having a hard time interpreting it because it might not be a skill you have you know Mm -hmm. don't feel bad about that (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: definitely so This is, you know, this is a good show. It it gives an overview of a lot of things. You know, we didn't get to astral projection, um, I think, Mm. and, you know, projecting ourselves into other people's dreams. And, you know, I guess in a way, I'm just going to say this. When I think of the idea of projecting myself into someone's dreams, I feel I'm invading their space, and I no more want Mm -hmm. someone to invade my space. um, Yeah. So I guess when that is brought up, or even as I mentioned it, I know why this is done because, as I said, we have clients. We do magical work. We have trained. So in a strange way, there is probably a whole other show that can go around that sidebar of that kind of work. but. Yeah. um and, again, it is something that is part of the dreamscape process. But um, we didn't mention it, and we didn't go into it. I just mentioned it. So
1: yeah. Anyway,
2: I don't know. I think we're pretty complete on this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think oh. that's it. <laughs> go yeah. take a nap.
2: <laughs> go take a nap so we can dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the rate it's going now, it just literally, as we started talking about 15 minutes ago, I watched the clouds come from the north, and the rain come with it. And I mean, when it rained, it's rain. It's like heavy oh. rain. So it's moving, yeah, it's and I'm sitting here now. Here. And, oh, well, you'll get it shortly, because um, yeah. it is moving south. So, But it was weird. I was just sitting here, and I'm going... Yeah, that's really nice, and especially on a mobile home, there's, you know, more metal, and it kind of yeah. has a rhythmic point of reference. So it's, it's kind of a soothing point of going and taking a nap and
1: doing some dream before. <laughs> <Yeah>, nice. <laughs> well, that is all for us for today, though. So, you know, as per usual, you can go to our website, com, make suggestions on what you'd like us to talk about. Or you can write in your own questions. So if you have a question you'd like us to answer, we will do that on our next Ask a Witch segment, which will probably be sometime in February. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, in the meantime, have a good week.
2: You too. Take care. See you on the radio soon next week. Bye. Bye.